0: You're
1: listening to the Pinball Podcast. Hi, Jessica.
0: Hi, Jeff. It's episode two hundred and twenty. How is this possible?
1: Time is a flat circle. Or something <laughs> like that. Um, Time
0: is an illusion. Lunchtime. Like it's
1: not possible, but somehow no. we've done it.
0: I know it's. Um, I don't know. I'm confused, but delighted at the same time.
1: I'm a little angry, but... Are you? No. With
0: with me, what did I do?
1: I could never be mad at you.
0: <laughs> oh, we both know that's not true.
1: <laughs> I haven't hello, yet. Hello. Look, let me put now, it that way.
0: We still have the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah. I, I have a feeling...
0: Joyful threat? I don't know.
1: It is, it is definitely a threat. <laughs> but I, I think you're definitely going to outlive me. Um, <laughs> so.
0: Uh, we, Get we, your we attempts
1: to make me add in.
0: You still haven't seen the full extent of my klutziness. So if there's a way I can manage to hurt myself, it's happening.
1: Well, I haven't seen it, but I will be excited to hear tales of it um as you run into those clutzy, it's moments
0: run into i see what you've done there
1: exactly exactly what is so, it though and it's like the oh, oh girls and bruises river but for real you all have bruises on your legs that you can never explain
0: i mean i can explain some of them some yeah i don't know if i can explain them on this show
1: Yeah, I have mental bruising, which will never be explained, so I shouldn't be talking.
0: Emotional bruising.
1: Emotional hemorrhaging. Okay, so (laughs) let's get into episode 220. Um, And I know you've been doing a whole heck of a lot, so I'm going to be a jerk and jump in front of you, not just to be first, but to give you the full uninterrupted stage.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Okay, so what I've been doing in pinball is not much. Um, That's pretty much it. So I think I have explained enough times on the uh, show that life has been buck wild for the past, let's call it four years now, four years plus. Um, But I, I, uh, I filed for divorce in 2019. And it has been a crazy process which is finally coming to its end i have my doors trial coming up um the day after labor labor day so early september and i've had a lot to do to prepare for that um i've had a very needy lawyer who needs lots of things um which i appreciate the thorough nature but it has consumed my life lately i wake up in the morning and have three to four emails of can you find this can you find that and i've been going in almost daily just to go over things so uh yeah that's been it that's that's been my pinball life um i've been i mean we still have our weekly tournaments and stuff down in salt lake i've just been too tired to go like i'm mentally exhausted i'm physically exhausted. I dropped in before the tournament started last week just to say hi to some people, um, give out some shirts and stuff, but I'm just, I'm completely wiped out. So pinball activities will be picking up real soon. Um, part of it is just when I feel like I can mentally and physically handle it. Um, and, uh, I'll get there, but I still love pinball. I think about it every single day and, uh, yeah, that, that's just kind of my, why nothing's been happening um, to me and the last month or so. So that's the bummer of the show. We're done with that. Let's hear about but your... Uh,
0: it, it sounds like you're coming out on the other side of it finally after a long time. And that's wonderful. And I'm glad that you have someone who is detailed enough to take care of you and look after everything to make sure that it's taken care of properly. So exactly. I know that... It's- has to have been uh, a very tedious process, and I'm glad that you're finally coming to the end of it, and yeah, yeah. happy for all of your your new life chapters.
1: I know. It's been such a crazy thing, because um, when you go through something like that, I, I guess it's not universal. but For a lot of people, they take it as an opportunity to kind of resurvey everything happening in their lives, which I have done. I've changed a lot of things about how I do things and approach stuff in life um so i think in the end it'll all be a good positive outcome for both me and my kids um it's just been a hard road getting here but uh, i guess like you know doing hard things is is only only so scary once you get in the midst of it you just you kick over to your survival mode and and you do the thing so but yes i i did want to say though that pinball is a big part of preserving my sanity throughout it all um and that definitely includes many of our listeners. They've been awesome, um, so thanks to all. And uh, let let's get to the fun stuff. Let, let's talk about what you've been doing. You've, you've done a few things, right?
0: Um, just just a little bit. You know, not nothing, nothing huge. Just um, you know, went to Australia for B pack. That's time of the year. we're, we're switching gears really suddenly. <laughs> I completely
1: forgot to get to get the didgeridoo sound effect this time.
0: Aww. <laughs> um. Yeah, Brisbane is my favorite time of the year. Everybody has to hear me talk about it all the time, but I don't care because I love it so much. Um. Let me just I'll take this away
1: from Jessica.
0: Do not. Oh, don't even try to take this away from me. Let me just lay this. I know I keep saying it's 10 days of amazing events. It's amazing humans. Like everything about it is just so spectacular. So we went out a few days early to help get all everything ready on the tech front. So get the games organized and go through everything. Make sure they're all working properly and tuned up and set to tournament standards. Yada, yada. But Uh, let's talk about the fun fun stuff. Can I
1: make a request real quick while you tell the story? Yeah. Don't refer to them as the games. Please call them pennies. And um,
0: pennies, not pokies.
1: Just pennies is is just so wholesome.
0: Pennies is super wholesome. And I got uh, after it was all over. We went to Hobart, Tasmania, for a few days, and there's a pub there called the Winston that I specifically went to to get their pinball shirt, which just says pennies, not pokies, on the back.
1: And pokies um, uh, is like. Poker? Gambling machines. Okay.
0: Okay. Yep. yep. So um, that's a Hobart's an interesting place. Uh, and they are very serious about a lot of things and not wanting things to change there and the stuff that they like or don't like. They're very vocal about stuff uh, and they take things very seriously. So they do not like the poker machines. And uh, the Winston has some, some pinball machines in there, uh, most of which were turned off at the time. So we didn't even... Play anything but I love the sentiment of it so yeah, uh, sorry no don't be sorry all right pennies okay so <laughs> so pack is 10 days of pinball parentheses and arcade parentheses events um, because we do nothing with the arcade stuff but there is a dedicated community there that does so let me just run quickly through the schedule of stuff that we did On the 14th, there was a fair strikes tournament, and then they did kickoff qualifying, kind of like a best, like a Papa style card format. And then the 15th, um, there was classics target match play qualifying. 16th was finals for that. um, And then they had the kickoff comp, like best game comp, continued qualifying those two days and then finals that night. So if you didn't make it into those finals or if you got kicked out, then we had the Joker's Wild Tournament, which I ran. So it's like a pairs tournament and it's just silly and ridiculous and kind of like a a smack talking comp. And you get to split flip and challenge other teams to, to different games. And it's just a silly, fun, loud, ridiculous time, which I love. Um, the seventeenth was Brisbane Pinball Club at Netherworld, which is one of my happiest places on earth. And then uh, the eighteenth, there was pin golf on the Sunshine Coast. Then on the nineteenth, there was the Big Bash comp, um, and also a best game qualifying that happened. The twentieth was um, three strikes tournament. The 21st was the Australian women's pinball champs, which I started and run every year and it was so freaking fun. And we had 50 women this year and I was so happy, just such a killer group of ladies and everyone was so supportive and wonderful. And it's always my favorite of the events, just how great everyone treats each other and treats me as the TD like very polite and nice. And I don't know, it's a whole different world. It's, a lot of the guys there are always like we want to play in it because it's just a little more lighthearted and less serious than the other stuff that happens generally um and then best game finals happened at uh night that was the 21st and then after all of that was done it was the Norbert Schneiser Cup which I was meant to run and then convinced our friend Chad to run. I was like Chad you're in charge and he did an amazing job. So shout out to Chad for taking on the responsibility of running the four person team comps, um, which was also kind of a smack talking tournament kind of thing. I love all the weird stuff. Um, And also I'm going to shout out that Chad has a podcast called Freakier Than Fiction. So it's like all these weird stories, um, you know, Australian based odd stories of like, um, you know weird creatures or serial killers or just oddities um so check out chad's podcast but also he loved as soon as i told him that he could make people do weird stuff um like the strange split flipper we did a stall ball finals kind of thing but because it was groups instead of playing stall ball like Again, you know, trying to get other people to drain. You were playing like player one was a team of four. So you were trying to set the stall up well so that you could keep your team, could keep playing.
1: That's cool. Um, did you approach. say it was freakier than fiction? Yes. Not Australia?
0: Not Australia. Freakier than fiction.
1: Freakier than
0: fiction. You you've never met him. You don't have to make him feel bad about the name game.
1: I was making him feel better if he didn't use my name.
0: Uh, no, he's, he's, he's a good guy. He was having fun. He was trying to get us to take her pants off and run around the outside of the venue. So that, uh, it's a preview of next year cause I'm putting him in charge again. Yeah. So. Uh, and then the 22nd and 23rd, that was the big Brisbane masters. So qualifying was on the 22nd, um, all day and then finals were on the 23rd and then the closing party was that Sunday night. And then the Monday, Uh, after everything finished, they had a two bit movie club. Um, Jungles at another world runs two bit movie club with, um, with a partner, but he did kind of on his own, a pinball clip show. So it was all these like old TV shows that featured pinball or like weird old pinball commercials, or there's um, an Australian band called custard that has a song called pinball les. So there was uh, a clip of them playing pinball les on a show um, back in the day. So just really fun. I have a link to all the weird videos that he was playing so we can share that with the group. Um, but it was really fun. We got, went and got popcorn and pop popcorn for everyone at the venue. just sat around and chilled out the day after and decompressed and and watched some weird pinball videos. So that was really cool. But, um, but it was so, it was so much fun. I can't, I cannot say it strongly enough how much I love this event every year. It's like all of the volunteers who help get like the merch table together and who come in to like clean everything. And then it's like, um, we were out there to tech, the two, uh, Rob and I, and then, um, our friend Dave is the main tech who's out there all the time. So the three of us kind of tag teamed on getting everything running and Lambo and Jimmy who do all of the directing and that kind of stuff. So it was just such a huge team effort to get everything going. And, you know, we had to change from a classics all on one side of the room setup to, okay, now we're doing banks of classic mid and modern. So we had to like keep shifting stuff around. So we'd get in there super early in the morning and then leave super late at night. And it was just, I never was feeling tired or terrible because I was always just happy and excited to be there. <laughs> Uh, it was one of those things where it's like my whole time when I'm in Australia, I'm like, I don't need my Senex. Like it's just an odd thing. Like I'm always just really happy and comfortable there. And it's nice to just feel like part of a community and feel welcome and appreciated. And that's what that does for me all the time. And I miss it Yeah. before we're like, we're at the airport. And I was like, no, please don't make me go back.
1: Contentment and connection. In combination are quite a powerful antidepressant
0: seriously it's just, it's just such pure that's one of the
1: things the pandemic really took from us is that connection and that contentment. Yeah. everything was just uncertain and separated and uh.
0: yeah is it's i mean that was rough going that that time but to to be able to come together and do these events again is just outstanding and um anyone who was coming in for the first time this year was blown away with how everything is run there and how things are handled. And uh, I will say it over and over again, if you need any excuse, which you shouldn't, to go make a trip like this out to Australia, this is the best time. best place the best humans like please please come and join us because i will always be there come and join us out for brisbane masters they also do on the arcade side they do the australian kong off and they do some n64 comps and a bunch of other arcade related stuff that happens throughout the 10 days so every day there is a pinball event and an arcade event on and then there's also free play sessions and, and things like that but It's in the back of an actual brewery. So the brew tanks are looming over as you play and uh, they've got a restaurant there. And obviously the bar, we have our own little bar set up in the back for the, you know, really big busy days. And they have like amazing ginger beer and amazing cider there for me as a not able to drink beer person. But of course they also make their own beer. So there's lots of pluses to the venue and the space and the people and the games. Like, Every, all of the games are brought in by different venues and different like private owners. And it's just such a wonderful variety of games. And everyone's really excited to play stuff they've never played before. Um, they do a great job of showing their appreciation for the people who do help out and volunteer. They give awards every year for like Best Restored Game or you, know, one, you know, Best Playing Modern, Best TMD, that kind of stuff. So it's really special for the people who are involved in even the like small ways of yeah I can bring a game like so so greatly appreciated by everyone who's there, uh, not just the organizers but also the people who are playing. I've never seen so many people just come up to me like thank you so much for helping like fix the games while we're playing. It's like huh this is really lovely <laughs> it just it's like a whole other world and I love it so much and the I mean. Leaving Florida summer to go to Australia winter. It's, I mean, it's not really cold, but at least I can walk outside without my flesh literally melting off of my body.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so. it's been a brutal summer. Um, I it's normally it's the winter everyone tries to escape, but this has definitely been one of those wish you could escape the summers.
0: Oh my gosh, it's just this summer's just been terrible and so many like devastating weather related incidents happening. But um, it was, I, so I planned a few days for us in Hobart afterwards because Hobart was supposed to be cold and we got there and they were having their hottest July on record ever. So um, kind of missed the boat there, but um, I will say I, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing great the whole time that I was there, but for the actual masters event, Um, it was, you know, match play groups throughout the day and it was like Pinberg style. So I never, I never look to see where I'm sitting in terms of rankings or anything as I play, because that really gets in my head and screws me up. But I knew that I had like some seconds and some thirds, you know, like I was kind of in the middle-ish somewhere. And then I reached a point in the day where I like looked at the people that I was playing with. And I said, I've made a terrible mistake (laughs) because I was like, I shouldn't be playing with you guys. What's happened? Oh no, something's wrong. Um, just, I don't know when I have a great time, I play better pinball. So I was just having a really lovely day. And then, um, we were waiting on one last group to finish the last round. And I just kind of like walked away from stuff because I don't want to know what's happening. And, uh, people kept coming up to me and being like, oh, did you see that? I'm like, don't tell me, I haven't looked. I don't wanna know. Please don't tell me anything. As and, a true Floridian,
1: uh, you know that knowledge can only hurt you.
0: Can only hurt you. So um, so most people knew that I didn't wanna know because this conversation had been had. Um, but then I had, uh, my friend Rusty is like, wait, why don't you look? He's like, now I have to look. And I was like, please don't. And he- like pulls it up on his phone he was like oh my god and i was like oh what and he was like why did i look i can't unsee this i'm like oh my god so i just had to walk out of the building <laughs> i was like someone tell me when it's all over please cuz i don't know what's happening but their reactions were just really funny and um so i just i just had to walk away and then when it was all over um, some people come up to me like so do you do you want to know and i was just like well i mean i guess i'll find out now because it's over and um, it was, the finals were set up A through E division finals. So all I wanted to do was play the next stages because I wanted to play pinball. Like I didn't care where it was, And it was almost half the field would get to play the next day. So I was like, as long as I finish somewhere in the top 50%, I get to play tomorrow. And that's great. So, so before they can tell me what's happened, someone else runs up. It says, you're in a three-way tie break. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Wait, what? For the last spot in A Division. Oh, wow. And I was like, no. <laughs> so my first response was, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can guarantee you whoever it is who's in the tie-break with me wants it more than I do. Because A Division is just so serious. Like, I don't feel like I have an A Division mentality a lot of the time. Because I just want to have a nice time. And when, you know, when you play a big tournament and you're doing well and you start to get grouped with the people who are near the top, the vibe changes in the group from we're having a lovely time playing pinball together to we are very serious about this now. <laughs> yeah, it's so, like uh,
1: at Pinberg, my one and only Pinburg I went to, I way overplayed my skill. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm up on the stage.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: I'm, I, I, I. What am I doing in finals? What? Why am I here?
0: But you're kicking ass, is what you're doing.
1: I, yeah, I actually did. Um, yeah, you did. Had I not received that text about one of my best friends dying, I, the way I was playing, I feel like I was legit threat to take that B finals. But whatever. Yeah. Wasn't important after receiving that text.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, everything's perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life a funny way of handing you uh, perspective checks.
0: Seriously, seriously. Um, but I also, you know, that all being said, it's not like I was going to go into the tiebreak and not do my best. So um, the tiebreak was on doggy soccer, and I was really excited because I hadn't got to play it at all that week, <laughs> a single time. And I love doggy soccer. So. I had, like, a terrible ball one and two on this donkey soccer. Oh, and- I was so confused.
1: I thought you were saying donkey soccer. And I was like, what no. is she talking about? Okay, donkey so, soccer. So
0: Got it. I it. to re-theme a World Cup soccer to a donkey soccer. Thank you. No, donkey soccer. Um, so, <laughs> but then I had, uh like, a really, I fought really hard on my ball three, and I ended up, like, Six oh four or something like that and i was pleased after that um but i was also player one so when they announced that we were doing it and that it was on doggy soccer they didn't tell us what order to play in or whatever and i was like do you guys just want me to start playing <laughs> like i'll be player one because i don't care and um you know that's that's what ended up happening well they did like a number draw and the other two got pulled first, so they got to pick their position. And I was like, great, so I'm playing first, which is what I would have done regardless. So, um, so yeah, so I was playing um, against Nick and Paul, and Paul ended up taking it. Um, so Nick got, like, 650, I think. So I had 604, and Nick either had 620 or 650, but he, he obviously beat me. And then uh, Paul was player three. And he stopped playing at, like, (laughs) 1.2. But he's like, okay, we're done now. So Paul took the spot. And the way that it works is, you know, you get your top 32 in A division. And then in finals, however you finish in finals, determines your actual position at the end of the tournament. But anyone else, so anyone outside the 32, whatever your qualifying position is, that's what's like submitted to IFPA, so that's technically your finish in the tournament overall, and then you play through your B, C, D, E, whatever finals just for possibility to like win a little bit of prize money. And first place in each division got a trophy. So first three spots got money, and first position in each division got a trophy. So, um, so it didn't really ch- it didn't change anything in terms of like standings. So for some people, like playing again the next day wasn't that important if they were just going for like, oh, I just want to get my spot and then be done. I don't understand that mentality because I want to have fun and play football with everyone. (laughs) So so in the three way, so um, Nick was then the top seed in B and I was second seed in B. So I was like, oh, that's great. And then the next day, come in in the morning early, obviously, to make sure everything's ready for the tournament. And while we're there, um, Lambo comes to me and he was like, "Uh, you and Nick are going to have to play another tie break. To which I said, I'm sorry, what? Uh, Because apparently one of the people who made A division didn't show up. And like told someone to tell him that they weren't going to be able to make it. So we we knew for sure they weren't coming. (laughs) I was like, hold on, no. I was like, Nick already beat me in the tie break yesterday. He deserves this spot. Like this is And there had been, like, a a long thing with a machine malfunction in his group the day before. And he was ahead on the machine that they had to pull. And then he got drawn on a machine and had, like, a bad run of luck. And I was like, he deserves this spot, like, way, way more than I do. But he apparently also had said that he wasn't going to come in if he didn't make A division. So I was like, who has Nick's phone number? Get him. (laughs) Someone call Nick. So I was literally running around, just like, anyone who can get into – I was Facebook messaging him – Everyone was trying to like call or text him. And eventually someone there had Nick's wife's phone number and was able to get her on the phone. And he was asleep, no alarm set, phone turned off. And he was just not planning on on being there the next morning because it was a long night the night before. And uh, so she woke him up and he got in the car and he told me, he's like, I think the tires touched the ground twice on my way to get there. So I'm very thankful that he made it and got his rightful spot. So um, his round one matchup was against Steve Bowden. Oh. Um, yeah. And he ended up winning uh, three games to two and advancing. So I was Impressive. very happy for him. <laughs> yeah. Impressive performance. Not the level that I was playing at. I mean, he just he just did so great and he deserved to have that spot for sure. So, um. So then I ended up being top seed in B division, which meant I got a buy in the first round. So that was interesting. I was not expecting it. And then I got to choose the banks that I wanted to play on. So A division was banks of five games. And then in B division, it was banks of three. So you got to choose your bank. Obviously the highest, highest seed chose first. And then you just chose from the available banks so for any other division outside of A, you would just play the first three games listed in that bank kind of thing. Sure. So um so for my first round, I chose a bank that had Johnny Mnemonic, Centaur, and Wheel of Fortune.
1: That's a brave choice, because all three of those can humble.
0: <laughs> it was really fun. It was really fun. That Centaur was playing beautifully all week i loved it so much and wheel of fortune a lot of people don't play or don't know how to play because you play wheel of fortune like an em like the less you flip the better off you are kind of thing but if you haven't played it very much there are so many places to drain the ball on wheel of fortune so I felt decent about it. And then um, the person who I played, um, her name is also Jess and she's from Melbourne. She's lovely and she won the women's comp and I was really excited for her. So um, so yeah, so I played with her in that round and she had never played Johnny Mnemonic before. So she's like, oh, I'll let you show me how to play it. And as soon as someone says that, you're gonna have a terrible game. <laughs> Sometimes
1: it's best not know, not to know. <laughs> I know. Those buckle up games.
0: Yeah. And for some, it was the first game that we played in that round and um, Lambo had removed the spinner from Johnny. And you know, like in order to qualify your lock shot on that shot or whatever, you need to have the spinner spinning. So of course the only shot I could find on the game was the spinner. (laughs) And there's literally no points. So I was like, this is ridiculous. Like laughably awful. And she had a great game and especially for her first game of Johnny, like it was close, but she got me and then I got Centaur and then I got wheel. Like I, I had a killer game of wheel of fortune. And then um, my next round that I played, I got to play with my friend Dane and I was very excited because he's like just a joy to be around always. And we were really excited to get to play football together. So it wasn't like, Oh gosh, we have to play each other. It was, we get to play with each other, you know, like, it's just a different vibe. So um, I chose, <laughs> this is very much a me bank. Uh, I chose a bank that was dialed in, Trident on 2.0 code, and Nine Ball.
1: Oh my goodness. See, like, right? that's just, again, that's just a joy to play, win or lose.
0: Yeah. Such an amazing, incredible bank. And the nine ball there was um i i think people may have recalled from other years that i've talked about masters or trips out to australia my friend grant and his amazing shed of games and just the way that he restores his machines is so stunning this nine ball was absolutely gorgeous like that he had this metallic blue flake paint that he used on like the S on the spinner and on the apron and on the cabinet paint. And it was just so glossy and gorgeous and played like a dream. It was, it was, um, the best rest, one best restoration. I think every year he wins best restoration because his games are just, just absolutely insanely beautiful. And, um, he's done it again. So, I was just happy to get to play that and Trident was his as well. I And I'd never played the 2.0 code on it. So my first game of the day on it was just awful because I didn't know, I didn't know anything about it. And then all of a sudden I was playing in a group with Jimmy actually, and he hit the spinner shot and his score like quadrupled. And I was like, what just happened? (laughs) So I learned after that. So when I picked it, I was like, okay, well now I know what I need to, to do here. So uh i i went on dialed in and then i went on trident and then we just played nine ball for fun just because we wanted to play another game together so that was that was a really joyful round and then my next round i um was playing against dirk who's um he had come over for the ifpa world championships in florida that we went out to and did the whole pizza party and everything with them and He's he's just a delightful human being, so I was like, I get to play against like people I really enjoy hanging out with and being around. So this is all great, and um, you know, for him being like one of the top players in Australia, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. I don't know what to choose, so I because you can't choose the same bank again, and I really wanted to choose a bank that was Congo Supersonic and TNA. But someone from A Division had already chosen that bank. So I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll just take the one next to it on the list. Because I didn't want to waste time then going over the list of banks again. <laughs> um, because they hadn't crossed off like who picked which ones in that round. So I didn't know. And I didn't want to just like keep going through and be like, nope, that one's taken. Nope, that one's taken. So I was like, well, I'll just take the one right next to it on the list. Which also had TNA. And Data East Star Wars and Crosstown.
1: I don't know that I've played Crosstown.
0: (laughs) Crosstown is an EM that is such a crapshoot weird. I don't know. I wanted to play weird stuff. um, And I wanted to play TNA just because who the heck knows what's going to happen when you play TNA. (laughs) Um, So I won on Data East Star Wars I learned something about Data East Star Wars I didn't know previously, which was to like hold that button on ball three for the like the sympathy multi-ball, like the Death Star will open for you, like it'll start going up and down if you hold the button and push the handle down on ball three, apparently, I had no idea. So uh, I got a sympathy multi-ball and, and ended up getting Data E Star Wars and then I lost on TNA, and then uh, Crosstown. I the scores on Crosstown had been like relatively low. Like if you hit a thousand, is when it like rolled the machine. That kind of low scoring, you know. Yeah. And I had seen people like I won a game on it earlier in the day with like six hundred points or something like that, um, and he played first or played first and he like almost double rolled it. So I was like, well, (laughs) it was a good run. (laughs) It was nice. while it lasted, but that was, um, you know, that was like finals. So um, he got first place and I got second place, but I was just so happy to be playing. And like, I was really excited watching him play because it was really fun. It was like, he is crushing this game. It wasn't like, Oh God, it's over. It was just like, well, I've had a lovely time playing, and this is how it ends. I'm totally okay with
1: it. That's the best way to go out. It's if it's one like, oh, I needed to hit one more target, or if I if I didn't brick that lit shot, then I'm through. Those are the ones that haunt you later.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so it was just the, I mean, the whole the whole thing, so great, so lovely. And then um, you know, going to Hobart was funny because. We got there and I had, um, I was like, okay, nothing, you know, decompression from all this intensity and pinball and people. And um, I booked a ferry ride over to a place called Mariah Island where there's just like thousands of wild wombats and, uh, you know, kangaroos and um, just like just crazy wildlife island where there's no motorized traffic aside from park rangers kind of thing. So got to to hang out with some wombats and see all their square poop, which was great. But on the way, like that morning before going to the ferry, because there's nothing on the island, there's no stores, you can't get water or anything, stopped into Woolworths to go get some supplies. And someone like runs up behind me and taps me on the shoulder. And I was like, who do I know in Hobart? And it was um, this guy, Danny, who does a lot of stuff for the uh, Kong Off and Nintendo 64 parts of BPAC. So it was um, him and his partner, and he was on his way to work. So we made plans to meet up at Replay Bar in Hobart later in the week and hang out. They're just funny running into people, you know, in places you're not expecting to see them, like oh, for sure. 7 a.m. So then um, when we went to Replay that week to meet up with him he was running late so we go up and order like go to order a drink at the bar and rob tax taps me and he's just like is that and i look behind us at playing on the pinball machines um is this guy timmy and he is like a new, he's only been playing pinball for like six months but he's a division like he he's an amazing player so i was like what like what are you doing here and he was like "Ah, oh, just decided to come down for a couple days so i was like wait what so then we played pinball on like and drank all night and hung out and then danny showed up and like all of us were just hanging out having like a lovely time we fixed a couple other games the bar um and the manager lucky was like really sweet he gave me a t-shirt and he comped us some drinks but we're like yeah whatever you need I'm like we don't have any parts with us but we can work on anything that's wrong <laughs> so we ended up working on games again but um they had a stern star Wars that had a set replay value of a hundred million. So oh, for
1: three games <laughs> yeah,
0: for two Australian dollars, we played that for like four. Hours. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was just great. And then, um, we went back to Brisbane and saw Jimmy play in a community cup, um, for, uh, it's like a charitable AFL match. And it was amazing, and we stayed with uh, my friend Daniel and his partner, and they were just lovely and had a great pin collection. But, like, at that point, I'm like, I don't really want to play anymore pinball. I just want to see friends. But on our last day, it's the day I always look forward to probably the most, is hanging out at Grant's shed. So it was us and Grant and his lovely wife and um, my friend aunt came out. So it's like me and Grant and aunt were doing – butterscotch fireball shots all day and drinking ginger beers and playing pins. And um, we stopped at one of my favorite shops out there that has like an actual cheese cave that you go into and just got a bunch of cheeses and crackers and snacks and ant made buffalo cauliflower wings that were so, so good. Like it's a whole spread that happens. And it's just like snacks and games and friends. And then we left the next day. Much to my dismay, but
1: you will be then back
0: another one of the football guys at the airport with his wife and they were going to Montana. So we they were flying through San Francisco, which is where we threw, flew through. So they were on the same flight as us. And then in the morning when we landed in San Francisco at like 6 a.m., we had drinks together at one of the bars by the gate. we were leaving. So it was just a weird... Long, lovely, wonderful trip, and I can't wait to go back. Is it next year yet, Jeff? Are you coming next year?
1: I want to. Um, I here's my extremely um, reliable promise to you. If I can go, I will go.
0: Awesome! I love
1: it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm jealous it. of the um, recap every year. Plus, while you're there, the pictures flowing out. Just jealous. But a healthy jealousy,
0: like not
1: an angry jealousy.
0: Yeah. I need to post some more pictures. Um, I I took a lot and I've been kind of just like running straight back into work because, you know, being broke is fun. Um, But I will be posting a lot more pictures and sharing a lot more stuff. But there are just so many people that it's so great to see, like Emily and Dr. John, obviously. Emily was running away with the women's comp all day. And it came down to a tiebreaker on Star Race because it was a random number generator selection game. And that's just, it's such a tough game. Like you get a couple bad plunges on that game and it's just over. So I felt really bad about that one, but um, she was crushing it all day. And uh, obviously Escher was there and swept a bunch of um, comps. He picked up a ton of points there. So... Um, it was just really fun. It's just really fun to see everyone. And like Joe and Vinny doing all the broadcasting stuff and just, um, you know, got to, to go to our buddy Gino's coffee spot again. And, uh, it's like the rituals of the things, you know, um, uh, just being able to be at another world with everyone there and, um, just feel like being back at home genuinely. And, um, seeing my friend Esther from Portland who, you know, always comes out to these events as well. It's just super lovely to, to see everybody. And I invite all of my friends to come out and be Australian pinball friends too. Do I have to do it? Yeah.
1: It's the next big thing I need to do in pinball. I've, I've done most of the other stuff like, I really, well, I want to do some of the District 82 ones to just go get my butt kicked real hard, but,
0: oh, okay. um, let's choose one and go, we'll meet up there.
1: Okay. Just, show I, I
0: need to do one of those two
1: or district. district eighty-two.
0: District. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to get back into traveling to play. So let's, let's figure out, let's just choose one. That's a good time for both of us and let's go play district 82 and we, maybe we can record in person. What?
1: I would love to be humbled alongside you. So
0: yeah get our asses kicked together
1: together <laughs> okay, um, sorry
0: i rambled really long but i tried to talk faster to jam it all
1: <laughs> you got it in there and i am I, like I said it's just so amazing. much
0: i missed a lot but at least i got the wombat kick in there
1: yeah um wom- wombats were the highlight <laughs>
0: Do uh, uh, you know what's the best way to follow up my long-winded v um, recap?
1: With a hurry up.
0: With a hurry up.
1: Okay, to recap, you got Nailed It, You Love It, Slop Shot, yeah, it's It Gets By, or Bricked, bricked It. Bricked,
0: bricked it. Or just not don't, for you. Don't we have some really cool hurry up intro mu- music?
1: Yes, we do. <laughs> Alright. Let's get into it. Give me your first title. Centaur. Oh, that's nailed it for me. I I adore Centaur. From from art, design, every aspect.
0: Seriously. What a killer game. Absolutely.
1: And also, you've got a little Australian company making new
0: ones, so. You sure do. Shout out to Haggis. I can't wait to see how they come out.
1: Yeah, and is it final round, bonus round? I don't know. Marty's little podcast that he does with uh, Jeff <laughs> Dolis. I don't know. You may have heard of those, too, but they, they yeah. have info about it there. So, yes. Okay, here's my first one. Okay. Uh, Data East Time Machine.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, I am actually going to say Nailed It.
1: Yeah, baby. We're on the same page. I actually think it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> it's weird. And yeah, it's just like one of those goofy weirdo games that makes me laugh when I play it.
1: Uh uh-huh. And in a tournament, it is stressful,
0: which is... <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Okay. Your second...
0: Stern Kiss. Oh, that is a
1: brick it for me. Really? I, um, I, whew, I, I've been very mad at that game more times than I've been happy with it, so.
0: We are in full disagreement, friend. Okay. That is, nailed it.
1: Well, fine then.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> okay, let's
1: get back on the agreement track here.
0: Uh-oh.
1: uh Dr. Dude.
0: Uh, I'll nail that.
1: You'll nail the dude. So <laughs> I. It's just, it's so, like Time Machine, it's so dumb, but it's perfectly dumb.
0: Yeah. It's, it's that, you know, that uh, grouping of games like Party Zone, Doctor Dude, like all yes. of that. Yes. Yes. Nailed it.
1: Yep. It was an odd era, but. Okay, mm. you me third. Pinbot. Nailed it. Pinbot's the first pinball machine I remember playing, and I've never, ever felt like I've had enough of that game.
0: Agreement Train.
1: Okay. <laughs> I also think that it's just got some of the most classic art um, of all of pinball. Just so good how it's integrated into the play field
0: seriously. Um, and the cabinet, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, so good. And Jackbot, too. I love Jackbot.
0: Yes. And Bride. And all the bots.
1: All the bots. Not including 2.0s. Okay, so.
0: Correct.
1: My third pick is Stern's Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Ah. Um. It's a soft nailed it for me. All right, let's, let's do a soft nail that just slop because shot. It's, not, it's not bad enough to be slop shot. It just plays long-ish without being as interesting as the link. Like, I love the boat mechanism. I love it. I love kind of that upper, you know, like where you have to hit all those targets. I'm, like, going up in that upper left spinner. But it's like, okay, the boat mech is... Like it just keeps repeat. It doesn't really build in any way, and I just feel like you can get multi ball into multi ball into multi ball forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And, 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 and it's like, okay, I don't really it's feel like I'm doing fun. anything different, but it's not that it's not fun, you know?
1: Yeah, for me, I'm going to go on another mild. I'm gonna say mildly bricked it because I do love the boat and the kraken battles and stuff like that, but the yes, yeah, the ball length kills me. Um, so we
0: average out to a slop.
1: Average. We averaged
0: it.
1: <laughs> out. I like it. So okay. I I can't wait to see how many people we made bad.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Just a handful of things left. Um but let's let's talk about last show's trivia. We have a winner. If y'all remember, uh, we asked what game shared the layout with LaserLord. And bonus second part what's the first thing Jess noticed about the art on LaserLord? And uh, Zach was our winner. And the answer was Quicksilver, same layout as Quicksilver. And uh, Jess, what did you notice about that art?
0: Penis fingers
1: there you go yeah it, it was like a much more graphic um everywhere everything everywhere all at once situation
0: oh my gosh that's exactly what it
1: was but they're not hot dogs
0: i they're mean hot. they're hot, they hot, dogs. hot dogs
1: hot hogs okay so congrats to zach um as much as you want to be proud about uh, knowing us that well to know that's what it's the first thing i noticed too and you're like hey what do you see oh uh so (laughs) it's a but we're not we're not done with this segment yet we have another question and again you know don't be lame don't use google but if you do we're never gonna know uh just the way we do it is just first one hit our inbox so the question is, what was Pat Lawler's first licensed game? There it is. Good. Um, Good.
0: And where can they send those answers?
1: We prefer it to be email, which is pinballpodcast at gmail.com. Just pinballpodcast at gmail.com. Um, in fact, if you send it any other way, I just it's just not going to count. Sorry. So if you don't have an email in the year 2023... Ask your boomer dad. Um, he'll set you up
0: <laughs> So um, okay, before we before we go though, I know that you have not been playing a lot of pinball, but uh, in this day of mobile gaming, uh, what else have you been playing?
1: Okay, so it wasn't last night, it was the night before wearing my own homemade, uh, Hylian Crest t shirt. I finished Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, oh, and the last like hour of that and the end of that game is so magical and fun and cool. Uh, I, I just kept putting off finishing it because I, I didn't want it to end, and so once I finished it, I immediately jumped back into it to start exploring again. But, um, I'm setting that aside, and that's been the major gaming obsession. But last night I just installed Pikmin four on my switch. So
0: nice. that's,
1: that's going to be, that's going to be it. I'm still playing a lot of Marvel snap on my phone, the card game. And I just accepted a writing gig for one of the bigger news sites that covers Marvel snap. So oh, it'll, yeah, you
0: did. congratulations.
1: Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be doing a little writing for that. So I definitely will need to be playing that. And um, probably streaming it online. No, you don't need to know where you can find me. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, but that Pikmin, uh, Pikmin 4 reminds me to remind you that, that um, I think uh, two, three weeks ago when we were talking about this, Wild at Heart was my uh, game that I was playing that has, it's a very like indie feeling Pikmin esque game. Yep. Yeah. Um, so just to, to hearken back to that one with the Pikmin 4. Um, So I was looking for something kind of like, you know, coming back from the trip, I got into a little bit of a funk because, you know, Florida heat, craziness, missing friends. Um, So I was like, I just want to play something kind of cute and lighthearted. So there was this, um, in like the featured section of Nintendo Switch on sale, it was this um, story of like this Indian family and it was like a cooking game that was talking about like their culture and whatever. And I was like, well, that sounds cute. And the art looked nice and it's called Venba, And I downloaded it and I played through the whole thing. And I was, so so I sent a message to Don and I said, Don, how dare an indie developer make me like completely emotionally ruin me in a cooking game and he was like oh you played venba huh and i was like what how does everyone know this is the thing that's going to totally emotionally destroy me so i was like i need the antidote to whatever venba just did to me and um don had suggested a long time ago when it first came out in like the preview stages that i play that disney dreamlight valley because it's kind of like a farming sim like relationship building whatever Um, so I started playing Disney Dreamlight Valley and holy crap it is such a time suck but uh, it is cute I would imagine that it would be like a lot more interesting if you were into like super super into Disney um there they have classic characters through all the modern movie characters that are there that you can interact with and develop friendships so it's like there's a character in there that I don't recognize because I didn't see the movie. It's like one of the newer animated ones. And, but whatever, there's also, um, I get to run around with Remy from Ratatouille and cook with him, which is cute. He follows you. And then I can feed woodland creatures and they follow me around. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of a silly, ridiculous brainless thing that I can do to undo the damage done by (laughs) Venmo.
1: You're being put back together by Disney. (laughs) That's dangerous. I don't know. I'm still on Team Disney. Um, Okay, so a few little notes and things. Um, Well, actually, we're going to be looking to migrate the podcast. Currently, it's hosted through the same company that hosts the website. And that company's done a very, very poor job at kind of keeping up their servers and we have constant issues i'm sure you've noticed over the last couple of years that the complexity and frequency of posts has gone down dramatically and that's just because it's like pulling teeth um right now i just tried to go to the site and have a 403 permission denied error it's horrible it's awful it's annoying so um probably going to have to do it in order to get this episode up. So if you've heard it, maybe the migration's already happened. I don't know. I just might Band-Aid fix it one more episode and then migrate. But if you don't see an episode within the next couple of weeks, because we're getting back to doing this regular, you can count on us, then do a little searching around. Um, My hope is that I can properly forward the current feed to the new feed. Um, The scary thing about that is it relies on that old websites staying alive long enough to let that forward be in place. But once you're we're a few shows into it, um, all of your podcast feeds should update um, through that forward. So um, the best way to make sure you're not missing any episodes is just to follow us on Facebook. I know not everyone uses Facebook, but that's just kind of the one place that you're for Sure, going to know if we post a new show, um, or just text Jess any time. <laughs> day or night. is there a new show out? It's a good way to get to know if the shows are going out. So,
0: I will. Um, I do have to. Uh, I do have to thank a million times over, not just for this, but for everything in life. Uh, thank my friend Lisa from Christchurch for being like "Um, your podcast isn't coming up because she's the first one to message me and say hold on I can't find you guys what's going on um and also she was like the best possible roommate for all of VPAC and I claim her for roommate status for uh, all ongoing events forever and ever she um Tying back to Disney. There was for some reason in our Airbnb a Mickey Mouse shaped cheese board. Um and when uh when she checked out of the Airbnb, she left us some shots of coconut tequila on top of the Mickey Mouse board that looked like eyes, with a little little note saying, Never to forget her. And I was like, uh, oh, we never could because she's literally the best human and um yeah. She was like, I can't find the, po-. I'm like, okay, well, thanks for letting us know. Nobody else mentioned it.
1: It's on brand though. Cause Mickey loves to get blasted on tequila.
0: <laughs> Apparently. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So lovely, wonderful times. And then I get to come back and talk to you about it, which is also lovely, wonderful times. And um, we're going to see each other in Texas.
1: Oh, for sure we are. People get your uh, Texas pinball festival tickets uh, now. It's not like they're going to run out, but why wait, right? And <laughs> if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you think, oh, I'm going to go book a hotel room. No, you're not. Well, you are. It's just not going to be in the the, venue. In
0: the um, venue. But there's
1: plenty of options around. It's okay.
0: You know, so. uh, it's totally okay because the rooms at the embassy last year suck.
1: You know, was, I...
0: Oh, yeah. my God. Broken glass on the floor outside of the doors. Uh, yeah, it gets was, wild. Like, Us
1: pinball people, are, we're crazy.
0: No, before we even got there, like, the day before set-up check-in, there was one door that looked like it would pry open with a crowbar and, like, wouldn't latch. That rooms were, like, dirty that people checked into, hadn't been cleaned. It was just, it was, like, one comically bad thing after the next, and the hotel was just kind of like, oh, whatever. And I was like, oh, some of these are security issues. Like I get it if you're like low on housekeeping, but this is a whole other set of stuff. So I genuinely hope they told us when we left that they were getting ready for renovations. And that's probably why they weren't paying very close attention to stuff as it came up because they're like, oh, we're going to get new doors or whatever. Um, so. Fingers securely crossed they have that all sorted out before we get there next year.
1: I'm going to tell you, I always stay in the Hilton Garden Inn. Um, I have stayed there at the embassy, but the Garden Inn is across the street. But the funny thing is, because of where the rooms are versus where the game room is, it's a shorter walk from the Hilton Garden Inn than it is from the rooms in the embassy. So if you have to stay somewhere else, the Hilton Garden Inn is fine. Plus they do free breakfast as well.
0: Um, You you will
1: not run into, like, Elvira in the elevator or uh, something like that, most likely, but it's a great option. I like it. Um, Jess. Jess. I'm going to cut something that we were going to talk about, and instead I'm going to prep the audience to be semi-interactive if they want. Okay. Okay. so on every single stern pinball game released now they have an action button on the lockdown bar same as most other games but not all but stern does it on all now i just kind of want to do a temperature check what do people think about it Do they like them what do they like about it if they don't like them what do they not like about it or what are your complicated feelings about the button
0: Mm, i like it. talk
1: about that next time
0: get your comments in hot takes hot take time
1: hot take it doesn't have to be a hot take you can just give us a well-reasoned thought you don't have to be controversial um (laughs) but you can be (laughs) why not yeah um so anyway that i just as a look ahead topic i'm going to talk about that next time and that'll give you plenty of time to think about it you specifically jess
0: Oh, uh, okay. Um,
1: And then to close out the show, though, we'll have one of Joe's pinball popcorns. So stick through to the end after that, after this. uh, What else you got, Jess? Anything before we close it up?
0: Um, I just want to say that I am excited to see you personally at uh, a District 82 session at some point. If anyone knows of any um, interesting pinball comps that may be kind of off radar that you want to share and talk about, please let us know. Cause I may try and play a little more competitive pinball again. I know that sounds strange and weird. Uh, and if you are in the Florida area on Saturday, I don't know dates. If you are in uh, the Florida Orlando, avito ish area on Saturday, the 19th, Um, The Pinball Lounge is having a Classics Target match play tournament, and I will be there, so let's play some pinball together.
1: Go play pinball, Jess. I can't go. Aww. So, cool then. Uh, Stick around for Joe's Pinball Popcorn. And I think that's it. Remember, pinballpodcast at gmail.com if you want to answer the trivia question or you just want to shout out something um we do look at it most of the okay. time. Cool. <laughs>
0: okay Bye.
1: I'm glad you're back, but I'm sad you had to leave.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Me too. Yeah, so get back to work. Get back to life.
0: Back to work. Alright. Bye, All right. friend. Bye Talk friends. Bye friends. Bye. Bye. And now, time for pinball popcorn.
3: Mr. Selick
4: I think I made a pinball sale.
3: Terrific. Good job, Teddy. And he wants to pay in cash, non-sequential, unmarked bills neatly packed in this canvas bag. Well, that's a bank bag, Teddy. Wow! <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: oh, my
3: eyes. My, eyes. Oh. Oh. my oh, shit. Somebody call the cops. Teddy, go flush your eyes I out. I feel
2: like a smirk just jizzed in
3: my face! We gotta oh. do something. I've had this distributorship 27 years and it's dying right before my eyes. We either do something drastic or we pull the plug. I'm thinking about calling a hotshot, a weekend warrior. I was thinking about calling a mercenary.
1: What? A
2: mercenary?
3: Hell, Zo, I got no choice. The bank's crawling up my ass for back payments. Look, we don't turn this thing around by August, this place is going to be a Domino's Pizza.
2: But a mercenary? All they do is sell pinballs and move on. There's no connection to the community, Ben.
5: goods ready. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want some pinballs? So We'll be there. Fourth of July weekend, three-day sale. We got a distributorship in the ICU. 211 pins. getting suntans
2: in the showroom
5: guess what fellas we're going to Temecula
2: oh fuck Don honey we just finished the last job three hours ago I still smell like customer
4: Don I don't mean to complain but it's been a year and a half
3: since I've been home and I'm 90% sure I left my front door open I don't know, Don <clears throat> I think we set this one out you've been pushing us pretty hard since Kirky
5: forget about Kirky alright What do we do? We sell pinballs. What does the the tiger do? Hunts and kills prey. What else are we going to do in this life? Babs, come on. Let's do it. So, uh, there was a kid up the street, Chris Bamberger, had one of those brand new...
4: Coleco Fonz pinball machine. What toy do I have? A Rubik's Cube.
5: Might as well have had a bumper sticker on the back that said my parents don't work. So I walk up to him. I introduce myself, and I say, you seem like a cool guy. Why don't you have a Rubik's Cube? I tell him it's cooler. I worked this kid like a pro. Walked him through the brochures, offered him a bubblegum cigarette, even threw in some night crawlers to sweeten the deal. Bottom line is, this kid was actually happy
4: to play with the Rubik's Cube. While I rode away with his brand new pinball machine.
5: Well, I had to think that was my first sale. I'm Brent Gage. They call me the magician. I am a wizard with numbers. I have never lost a sale to bad credit. Quick story a couple years ago, M.C. Hammer, remember him? He was in bankruptcy, living on the street, sleeping in the left leg of his hammer pants. The next day, I financed that
4: man a pinball. pinball. No questions asked. Hammer lived in that pinball for the next year and a half. Hey, DJ, this place is about to pop. Why don't you throw in some pinball soundtrack? Good call.
3: Nobody tells DJ requests what to play. Nothing tell you what to play. They lose respect for you. They lose respect for you. You lose control. Not today. All right. Look at it. They're like crazy boat people. I love it.
5: Give away free hot dogs and put up an inflatable gorilla. It's gonna go down. Sell these
4: bastards. That machine. Sell them. What? Sell them. What?
2: Sell them. What? Sell them. What? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Welcome to sell It. I'm Eismans. Let's get you in a... Pinball.
3: I've seen a lot like this since I brought in... the
4: Hercules Pinball Machine. That pinball is one of the ones that shows up at Chicago Pinball Expo every year.
3: Yeah. That weekend, this place was
5: hopping. I was thinking we should get that out of here, you know. Bad for business. Oh no, that... Pinball... The Collectors...
3: edition. edition. That's worth $200,000. will not take a cent less.
4: But isn't this Craigslist, then they have the same exact pinball for a thousand dollars less. Wow, what a great deal! <laughs> Excuse me, can I see that? Sure. My, my if you can get this pinball for a thousand less, you should definitely
3: buy it. In fact, let me call.
2: You.
3: Thank you. Here you go. Thanks.
2: Hello. Hi, I'm calling about the pinball you have advertised.
3: Can we get a drink?
2: Uh, no, I don't want to go for a drink.
3: Yeah, I can put you in my truck. We can drive around.
4: Maybe we'll go to the reservoir.
2: Excuse me? I...
4: Put the lotion in the basket. Who? Put the lotion in the fucking basket. Oh, my God. See, I try to tell women all the time, Craigslist, like MySpace, for serial killers. I don't want to see another one of these in this lock. I think I'll just take this pinball
2: right over here. Here's the deal, Gary. I know the stereotype. I'm a woman. Got a luscious body, provocative clothes, I'm gonna use sex to sell Pinballs.
4: No one's gonna sell this pinball price, nothing else.
2: I mean I like men. I like men a lot. Can't believe I'm doing this. Do you know what I love? I love women. Okay. Oh. I mean I'm talking me, an Asian chick and a school teacher in a shower.
4: Oh,
5: okay' we
2: all soapy together? Oh,
4: it's so wet. Hey, 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 you know what? Uh, Maybe like a... Pinball tech ...lady comes in. Like, oh. you are like, I can't even tell if she's hot or not. But okay. Then she says, oh, looks like I could do some work here. Oh. And she takes off her... Oh, her down. And,
2: oh yeah, hey, hey, hey no. guess what? what? I'm next door. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah.
4: I'm the arcade owner. And, I, and I'm working on, like, paperwork, like... Counting the coin drops.
2: Yeah. That like, that's noise. weird. It's not
4: supposed to be anybody next door. Hey, who's in there? There in there? And I just hear, oh, oh, and I listen by the door oh, for a while. Sorry. Then I open it up. I'm like, hello? I still can't it's... see the steam.
2: Uh, I'm so scared. Who is it? Well, hey, is hey, you're
4: not supposed to be in here. Uh. Can, can I give you something to say? Yeah. Say this. Say, say, hey, I know what uh, I knew something was missing A big coil sleeve. <laughs> I knew something
2: was missing. Uh coil oh, sleeve. Fucking and you and, a... and then someone else goes, Oh yeah, Doc. Yeah. I, what? I just thought of something. How the fuck
5: are you gonna get there? Uh, I I'm right next door. Remember, I'm just gonna walk. No, over.
2: man, this is miles and miles away, man. You gotta get there soon.
4: I'm like managing a bunch of arcades?
2: Yes. Oh, That's shit. How I don't are you gonna cross town? How are you gonna get there? I don't know. I don't have a car. I gotta get like a bus. No, I guess. No, man, you gotta take this pinball. Yes,
4: it, it's a good pinball, right? No, I don't give a shit. Up to push
2: go the. Go see the dudes in the back. Run, man. you gotta go find this car. Run.
4: In your country, they would
5: cut your hands off. Because you're stealing from us. You guys have got an amazing deal. Look at that number. 71
4: pinball
5: sold. I am looking at some real salesmen out here. Good work.
4: Yeah, we have actually sold 34% of the
2: inventory.
5: Wow. Proud of you. And by the way, congrats whoever pulled off a Nigerian buyback. Haven't seen that in years.
2: That was me. You can suck it. Uh, wait. <laughs> What's a Nigerian buyback?
3: God takes a customer's trade in, then 20 minutes later sells it right back to said customer at a markup.
2: Hey! Can you, can you bring the mood up? Yeah, play something good.
4: Like the Whitewater soundtrack.
2: You read my mind? Just out of curiosity, what time do you get down from there?
3: Every day they will test you. Every day they will push you to the brink. You must fight them, teacher. Right. Hey, wow,
4: I, I don't know what's going on with you. You are hot, you're cold, one minute you're, you're happy then you're snapping at me. I mean what happened in Albuquerque? You
5: don't want to know what happened in Kirky.
2: Actually, I do. Come on, what you can trust me just let your guard down.
5: McDermott was my best friend and the greatest pinball sale DJ anyone's ever seen. Damn it, it should have gone down like that. I was all wrapped up with this woman. If We'd already sold a bunch of
4: pin malls.
5: that weekend, but I wanted to take it over the top, so I thought, hey, let's put a few bucks into it, you know? Get a good crowd in there. We'd airdrop McDermott in, dressed as Abe Lincoln. He would float in and say...
2: I freed the slaves Now I'm going to free those Kindles From the slavery of high prices We
5: had a bunch of great lines for him to say Hey,
2: just like John Wilkes Booth Our prices are going to sneak up behind you And blow your brains
5: out Well, I asked him, he didn't even blink, he just did it
2: Thanks, buddy, it's a thrill of a lifetime
5: See, I was on the ground with Mrs. Tolero
2: Oh, The only problem was I
5: took the wrong bag Woo! Wow ah.
2: Don gave me the wrong bag!
5: I can only imagine what was going through McDermott's head as he fell to his death.
2: Most people are in this situation, their life flashes before their eyes, and they go through a list of regrets. For the next 45 seconds, I want to go through the list of things I've done right. Number one, full length back tattoo of the Hawaiian punch guy. 10% real fruit juice, motherfuckers. Number three, I had my wisdom teeth put back into my skull. I'm going to get into an aerodynamic talk.
5: I killed my best friend.
2: I wish I could see. I didn't think it would end this way. But I got to tell you, I always knew it would.
5: Next thing I know... It's... <laughs> had I just been focused on the sail, it wouldn't have gone down like that. He's gone. Looked everywhere, called the cops... No one knows where he is.
2: You guys did your best. I mean, it was an uphill battle from the beginning, right? But hey, we still sold some... Pinball. Right? Might as well dust off the old resume. (laughs)
3: Hey, wait just a minute. I practically built this... Distributorship. Myself. Now, I remember a day when we wouldn't hang our heads or talk about closing the lot. Your customer would walk in here, and this place would pop. There you go, Ben. And having Don the goods ready here for three days made me remember why I became a pinball salesman in the first place. <laughs> Mr. Sell, right.
1: We can do this. Don has taught us all something. He knew more about us than we knew about ourselves. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: guys, we can sell these
1: pinballs.
2: There you go. Ready has carried
5: us this far. Mm. Mm. Well I say we start carrying our own weight. Uh. So let's
2: get out there and sell the wood. Who's with me? I'm with you! We did it! We sold every last pinball
3: on the lot. Man, I wish
4: Don was here to see this.
2: Hey Jimmy! Where
4: are all the pinballs? Don, we did it. We sold every single one of them. That's fantastic.
5: <laughs> they all stepped up. Unbelievable. I'm proud of you guys, all of you. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you, Mr. Reddy. You taught us all to stand on our own. Your time here has been rich and filled with wisdom. I don't know what to say. Oh. Why not start with the truth, Don? Well, the, the truth is, you sons of bitches,
4: say selling... Amusements. <laughs> F*** you, Don Reddy. You didn't sell all the... pinballs. You lose. You're
5: losers. What are you talking about? All the pinnals are gone. Lot stays with the Sellics. Come on,
3: Stu. A deal's a deal. We sold all the pinballs on the lot. Nobody sold the
4: Hercules pinball.
3: Rules are rules, the lot's mine. Don said every pinmo
4: on the lot. The Hercules pinball's a pinball, And it's on the lot.
5: Hold on a second. That thing is a prop.
3: Don, that is not a prop. That is a $200,000 pinball machine. This is good. Is this the great Don Reddy complaining about how hard it is to sell a... Did you hear that, everybody? Did you hear
1: that? Maybe he's not so great. Maybe he sucks. So I guess you lose. Ben, you lose the lot. Don, you have to skip town. You
5: know, Paxton, uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking these past few days. (laughs) About what, asshole? Dreams. About how we either, you know, we either cherish them or let them die in the vine. Uh Uh-huh. What'd you want to be when you were a kid? Pinball. Been my passion ever since I fell in love with the classics. Now, when you say classics, what do you mean? Well, it's
1: pretty short list. You got your
4: Black Knight, you got your Pinbot, and then Pat Lawler came along and pretty much revolutionized Pinball. Hello. <laughs> what about Texas Pinball Festival? That was the
5: best night of my life. See, I haven't had the best night of my life yet. Someday, though, huh?
2: Is he doing what I think he's doing? No way. If he moves that pinball, I'll eat my own pussy.
3: That a girl. 32 years in the business
5: and I've never seen this, a dealer-to-dealer lot sale. This is suicide. Let me ask you something, man. You ever think about just dropping everything and going for it? You, Ricky, and Jason living the life, man. And, and putting yourselves on the line on a daily basis. Wait, what are you, what, what are you doing? Picture this, Paxton. Lights go down.
4: And all you can hear is a giant cue ball going slowly across the play field.
5: And who rises from beneath the basement? Ooh, Jesus. The guy with the best hair in the business. Axing hard yeah. <laughs> in the goddamn...
4: Hercules pinball. Giant orange cabinet made by Atari.
5: And the word is, it's one of only five...
4: Still in existence.
5: And the girls, they love him. And you want to why? Yeah. Because we're good. You're goddamn right you're good. You, my friend, are a full-blown rock star. Holy shit. He might have them You know, Paxton, a man much wiser than myself once said that most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Now, do not
4: pass up a deal like this. How much for the pin, Mel?
5: 200 grand. I'll give it to you for 80. No payments till January.
2: I'll take
3: it.
5: If someone went and made a beer run, I think we'd have everything we need for a goddamn party. DJ, play We Are Family by Sister Sledge. (laughs) Drop
3: it, Finally, somebody hit the nail on the head. That's what I'm talking about. That is a perfect song. Dead puppy. What the fuck? I want you over and over again not to tell me how to do my job. You brought the song yourself. Are you happy?
5: Just play it. Just play a good song. You got it,
2: friend.